Hello, and welcome back to the Consider Us College Basketball Geniuses podcast. I'm Sam Blon. I'm Finley I'm Jack And All right. let's get into it. Uh, Finley, let's start with the picks. Picks update? Yep. So, uh, total, we'll give the total first. Jack Gatto is still in the lead with 54. Sam and I are close, though. We're up to 51 after we each had a perfect 3-for-3 three three day today. I went one Sam. Yeah, got out of an okay day, but he's got a lead, so he has some some room. But uh, Sam Sam copied my lock, which was Houston, and I don't know, that was good. I expected them to win pretty handily. And then we both picked the game of the day was Michigan Northwestern, which we all agreed on. We thought would I don't know, I thought it'd be a better game, but so did I. I expected more from Northwestern just because I I've yeah seen Michigan's cool games. Michigan's very yeah. good. Michigan's got a I've lot not of talent. Michigan this year. And Hunter Dickinson, their freshman big guy, he's like seven one. He's not getting enough he's attention. Just, at he's all. a beast, dude. Yeah, he's, I've seen his name a lot. He's really on good. Twitter. And Livers, Livers has been there. He's good. That's Livers. Doesn't matter. Wagner's <laughs> <laughs> good too. Uh, Eli Brooks, all those guys have been there except for Dickinson, who they brought yeah. in, and he's just good. And Mike Smith. Yeah, Mike Shana. Smith. Grad and transfer. Sean right? D. Brown transfer also. I mean, they brought in a Thank couple you. transfers. Yeah, well, you said they've all been there, but they haven't. They and brought they in some pieces, and they've all played well. Wasn't the guard from uh, Columbia? Very experienced team, yeah. Columbia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Columbia, there was like 24 points there. And then they brought in Sean D. Brown from Wake Forest, who was a good role player there. And then my upset today was Minnesota over Ohio State, which I also thought would be a little closer, but my, Minnesota kind of rolled them. The car. The oh, wow. Minnesota. Yeah, the car. Liam Robinson is starting to come into his own. And once he gets in, yeah. I think you'll rely on the car less and it'll be a more balanced and better team. No, Ohio State has been playing a good basketball. And then uh, EJ Lindell came back. He was the best player. Yeah. Uh, and then. Yeah, that Robinson guy from Minnesota was really good. Yeah, he's good. And then the other pretty good game today was SMU Houston. That wasn't bad. Uh, Jack had yeah, SMU winning. Yeah, you would have that. They were home. Yeah. Also saw that a Houston player uh, like just left for personal reasons, so I thought that would be like, I don't know, maybe a factor, but I guess not. Which player? Who left? Um, I hear anything. I think that. it was Caleb Mills. What? Oh my gosh, he didn't play today. You're oh right. my! That is one of the best players. That's on one Houston. of their best players. Yeah. Why would he leave? Let me ch- let me double check. Him and Oscar Tashibwe both have left now. Can we get our guys to look into that? Make fact check. Yep. That? Tweeted by uh, Andre. Andre, you want to go? Tweeted by uh, <laughs> Jeff Barzello. He said Houston guard Caleb Mills is stepping away from the program for personal reasons. Yeah, you're right. And will not play tonight. Interesting. That is very interesting. That's I, a big blow to them. That is my. I think the season's tough on players. Responsibility. Yeah. I did not send that to my fellow hosts. To yeah, yeah. Sheesh. Um, no, but still I think picked them for the lock. season. It really is tough on some players. Yeah. So I mean, you're seeing some that, like you're not, you're not seeing your family, you're not hanging out with that many people because you have to quarantine. So I think it's really tough for players, and you have to have a really good bond with your teammates. Yeah. To like get through the season, I think, and that's that's also why people are saying like the older teams that have been together more are going to mm-hmm. fare through this better. Like, I can only imagine what those Kentucky players were going through. Going one and six, getting hate from your fans, and, like, also you're all new. 
Yeah. That situation must have been so hard for uh, the, the freshmen. They always have the most pressure because so many people yeah. expect so much from them. But then in the end, yeah. right. but then in the end, and they're young. As we see in the past, the experienced teams make it all the way. Yeah. Gaddy, you'll see. Uh, give us a little insight on your picks today. Yeah. So I went with Missouri State by uh, three and a half. That was my only correct pick today. Um, pick them because I had seen that they've been very solid recently and the mm-hmm. three and a half, mm-hmm. I was just comfortable with that number, not a very big margin. So, and they got it done. And then like I said, yeah, a few days ago, a few days ago, I picked Missouri state in an upset and they won. And then I don't know. They, yeah, I agree. They've been looking good. And then, yeah, lost the Northwestern game of the day. And then, yeah, like you said, SMU over Houston. I thought SMU would have some firepower, but Houston overcame and won on the road, I believe, at SMU, I think. Yeah, it was at SMU. It was at SMU. Another reason why I had them upsetting them. Yeah, the thing is, home games, I feel like it's just not as big of a deal this year because yeah, no fans. true. Probably, yeah. Because uh, that kind of brings us – well – all right, we're gonna we can transition a little bit. Um, oh yeah, I don't want to give my picks. That's fine. We talked about all yours, bro. We didn't talk about any of mine. No, my upset pick. Did, so man. I have the same you pick did. as Houston for a lock. Right. Michigan was my uh, game of the day, but then my upset was UMKC over North Dakota, and that one hit it out of the park. Wow. UMKC. So I had a perfect day. Yeah. They're a solid team. Just I think they just left the WAC to go into the Summit League. And so, but I mean, North Coast is a bad team this year. So, yeah, I found that was the easy one. But yes, now we can move on. Thank you. Yeah. So, Saturday, Saturday was one of the best days so far uh, this year for college basketball. Kind of good games throughout the day. So, what we're going to do is each of us is going to give our best win, our best mid major win, and then our best individual performance um, from Saturday. So, I guess. Can I start off? Sure, you can start. All right. So I'm going to have some controversial ones later, but I'll explain it. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with best mid-major win. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Charlotte over Western Kentucky. Yes. I had that same same pick. Yeah, Mm because Western Kentucky, man, with Basie, they're deep too. They got transfers. Cooper uh, from Lipscomb. You know him well, Finley. Mm -hmm. Kenny Kenny Cooper would have yep. been. And then Frampton from Davidson. Mm-hmm. Good shooter. They have Hollingsworth, Anderson. They got a great team. And then Charlotte. I actually had Charlotte fairly high in the Conference USA. I like them, but I mean, them beating Western Kentucky is a great win. That's over a tourney team. I think Western Kentucky is definitely tourney quality. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was my best mid major win. Best win. It's gonna it's gonna surprise you guys. Kentucky over Mississippi oh, State. My. Let me explain. What? Let me explain. Okay. You're talking about a Kentucky team that's one in six, has no confidence. Okay. But they have talent. There's no doubt about it. Those players are talented. I think to get this win, is a, it's going to jump them, get them going, and start playing better. And so I think this was a big win for them, for the confidence and for the team, and also to find their identity a little bit. And this leads me into my next best performance. I have a tie between two. Allen from Kentucky. Yes. Showed up, mm-hmm. 23 points, five rebounds, one block. Yeah. Basically the reason why they won. But then my other one is also uh, Tillman from Missouri. He had 25 and 11 versus Arkansas. 
And he really yeah, set the pace. Great. Yeah, he set big the pace win. for that Missouri team in a big win over Arkansas. I mean, I was impressed with Arkansas beating Auburn. Yeah. And oh, so true. that yeah, win by Missouri, win. especially after you come off a Tennessee yeah. loss where it was they got destroyed. So I mm-hmm. I really liked Tillman's performance. I thought that was also being noted. So, yeah, that's my I, I, yeah, the, I agree with you. The Charlotte game, let me mention something. Like the day before, Charlotte and Western Kentucky played two, uh, and it was super close. Four-point game, Charlotte or Western Kentucky won, and then the next day they played again, and it went – Went OT, so both those games were super close. I mean, it's also hard to win twice in a row with the same opponent. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you're seeing a lot of these conferences do it, and they're kind of beating themselves yeah. up. Like, A10 is like mm-hmm. really they're making themselves not look appealing to the tourney board because they're beating mm-hmm. each other up. Yeah. Gatto, let's hear your picks. Um, Gatto, so next. my best win was Texas over Kansas. Um, mm-hmm. I was just. That just surprised me a lot because, I mean, I know Texas is top 10 along with Kansas, but going into Allen Fieldhouse and just winning by that much is so mm-hmm. difficult. And I believe it was Bill Self's largest def- deficit. Um, it was largest loss. Largest loss, loss yeah. At yeah, yeah, yeah. So that just, I mean, they played well. It was a good game. I watched the second half. Woke up a little late. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I woke up early for that one, but um, yeah, I thought that was a account, very so, dominant. Yeah. Thing. I want to add that, like, we knew Texas was good, and their only loss was to Villanova, so you can't really knock them for that one because I think Villanova's another top five yeah. team. That was a but good loss. Wasn't Kansas, like, we're squeaking out these wins. I'm like, they're good, but mm-hmm. I mean, I still picked them because it's Kansas at their home, and Texas really mm-hmm. showed up and made a statement. I think Texas is definitely. They're up there. I want to consider them a top five team this year, honestly. Nope. I think they have that talent defensively, and they have enough options offensively. But, yeah, that was definitely – if I were to choose another one besides my sleeper of a Kentucky, okay. I would choose that as the best win for sure. Yeah. And then my uh, mid-major win, I also picked Charlotte over Western Kentucky just because I thought Western Kentucky mm-hmm. just like the powerhouse of that conference. and I don't know, Just kind of shocked me a little bit. Not shocked me, but like – I just expected West Kentucky to win, and I thought that was just a great one for Charlotte. And then my best performance, I'm going I'm going to go with a bench player. And this guy, he wow. had 29 points off the bench, 8, oh, eight of 11 from 3, and a big win over Omoja uh, Gibson. Yes, sir. Omoja Gibson of Oklahoma. Where do you transfer from? Gotta... I'm not sure. North Texas, and they won Conference USA last year with him. Really? Mm. Yep. I wonder if uh, if that performance would, I don't know, maybe put him in the starting lineup, maybe. I think maybe he should be starting. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. sometimes, though, you want to have a player off the bench that just can make buckets and get shots for you. I mean, and he's a good shooter. Sure. He was at North Texas. So... Yeah, no, Gibson's very good. I like that transfer when they had it. They mm-hmm. got him. Was he the? Uh, was he I the started number, watching. Was he the number one scoring option in North Texas? No. Oh, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Uh, he's their second. Um, their number one was Player of the Year, Javion Hamlet, uh-huh. last year. So yeah, no, no, they were really good last year, and Emilio Gibson was also part of that reason. He was able to space the floor, yeah. for him, and he's a good player. I thought that was impressive. Twenty nine off the bench, eight threes versus a good West Virginia defense. Also. Yeah, yeah. And they ended up winning Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. My picks for Misfit. Finley done. Finley. All right. Um, starting off, best win. I don't know. I 
I would probably pick Texas over Kansas, but I mean that's kind of the obvious one. Another really good win I thought was Iowa, uh, winning at Rutgers, mm-hmm. just because I that was probably the best game I watched that day. Also, it was a great game, and uh, I don't know Iowa showed some. Uh, I don't know, just they just showed how good they were at the end. On the stretch, Garza with some yeah. crazy plays, up and under and up one. Up and under and one was beautiful. They yeah. showed they showed that really good poise and maturity as a team. Yeah, and that was without Weiskamp even playing good. Yeah, yeah, Rucker was full strength, and Weiskamp wasn't even playing good. Yeah, he was. He was held out with the win, right? Yeah, yeah, and McCaffrey, Connor McCaffrey got injured. Yeah, injured at the beginning. Yeah, and he's really, I think, I think he's more of the point guard than Jordan Bahan. Maybe Jordan Bahan brings up the court, but I mean, he does not know. I don't think know how to run the offense. He's very the shooting guard. He can get buckets, but yeah, I don't think he runs their offense that well. So yeah. It'll be interesting to see how long Connor's out. And then my midway mid major win, uh, I had St. Bonaventure beating Richmond as my mid major win. It's partly because I don't know Richmond at the beginning of the year they were winning some bigger games and everyone was talking about how they were one of the best mid major teams. Yeah. And then St. Bonaventure is only like their fourth game of the mm-hmm. year and they came in there and I mean that's a good yeah, win. I believe so. Richmond has really good guard play, but uh. I don't know, that was a good win, one by three. And then best performance, I had Chris Duarte helping Oregon handle Stanford easily. Uh, Duarte had 23, six boards, four steals, and two blocks. So kind of on both ends of the floor. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good one. For the I don't know. what. Yeah, yeah it was, but I mean, that Stanford team. I, I'll give – Dane Allman had a great game plan. He started pressing that Stanford team without Dejon Davis, and they just – they were getting good pressure on him, and they just don't have a – I mean, Bryce Willis tries to be their point guard now, but I mean, he's not. They need Dejon Davis Yeah, that ball-handling role. When I watched him, I was like, oh, they desperately miss him. Yeah, they looked a little and sloppy so, without Davis around the point. Yeah, no, they couldn't get their offense going at all. And their passes were not clean. They didn't have a guy that could break the press or pass through mm-hmm. it. It was just really tough for Stanford. Yeah, yes. Stanford, had, Stanford had 19 turnovers. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, they've been they've been struggling with turnovers this year, even with Davis. But I think that game it would have helped to have Davis for sure, especially Pac-12 game or co- any conference play on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, going off of what I talked about, that Kentucky game. Let's get into our big topic for today: Is Kentucky better with Coach Cal or without? I mean, the big mm, question. I don't know, man. He's gonna get some heat. With, uh, yeah, I don't know, Sam. You want to give the background on how he's the hometown kid and all that stuff? Yeah, well, Don, Dante, Don, Donata, yeah, Dante Allen. He came out of Kentucky and he was Kentucky Player of the Year. And he's kind of got like a cold flying with the fans. Not cold flying, but the fans all thought he'd be a really good player, and he just wasn't getting minutes. Yeah. And they finally mm-hmm. pressured, it, were able to pressure Coach Cal to give him some minutes, and he single he single handed what I think was a goblin yeah. win. Yeah. Finally gave Kentucky some three point shooting that they desperately needed. And he was a good scorer in high school too. And yeah. so that happened. But even well the big coach Cal controversy wasn't even that. It was he got kicked out and then in the final two minutes the coach that came in, which was oh, he's their assistant coach. Oh, what's his name? Flint, I think. Sure. Or his nickname's Bruiser. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But he Came in, benched Brandon Boston the final two minutes and both overtimes. And yeah. Isaiah Jackson. Both of them got benched. Yep. Both. And so everyone is wondering, uh, then they won because of it. But not because of it, but they won while he did it. Yeah. So it's kind of a question of which Coach Cal have done that. Or is he just 
was he thinking about making himself look good for those recruits that come in for the future, knowing that, oh, we'll still get playtime no matter yeah, what. if you're a freshman, you you'll know? play all that stuff. Yeah, Instead of using, rather than um, the experienced players. And what's best. Yeah, and I think – so, I mean, Finn, you've always not liked Coach Cal. As a, not as a coach, right? As a person, he's fine. No, he's, he's a like fine guy. Yeah, I don't know. I called that as soon as he went out and I looked at it. I yeah, said they were going to end up winning. Like gonna... mm-hmm. I texted yeah, it text early, saying he <laughs> they're going to win now. Yeah, no. So like, yeah. what what do you think about Cal? Is just I just think coach. he's a really good recruiter, but uh, I don't know. He's proved to be. A, I I think he's gotten better the last few years at Kentucky, or the last couple years. But I just. Unless he has just insane talent, if he's got to work out a little bit, I don't know. I just think he has a harder time. And this team just, I don't know. They have talent, but they don't have, I don't know what they're lacking, leadership probably. And, like, wow, so those those young guys that came in, they're, they're talented, but they're not, like, polished college yeah. players yet. Brandon Boston, yeah, Askew, even Jackson. Jackson's just, like, a raw athlete yeah. right now. And the thing is, yeah. is like, I like – I feel like most of them should come back, but you know how yeah. you know how declaring and yeah. leave one and dones are these yeah. days. But yeah, I think, honestly, though, I think most will come back. I think Isaiah Jackson, depending on how far his stock drops, he still might leave. But I mean, yeah. you know, Brandon Boston and Terrence Clark are gone; they're going to leave. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I there's a slight chance Boston might stay, but I doubt yeah, I doubt it. Even though. I mean, um, but ask you, I think will for sure stay. I don't think he was ever projected as a one and done. I think for sure when ask you committed, I saw him as at yeah, least yeah. A, at least. Yeah, but years. that's the thing that was like the past couple of years. Like you think that, but then they just declare him. Like I wouldn't say ruin their career, but like I don't know. I just feel like players should stay more than one yeah. year sometimes. I mean, I, I'm always for players. Too. Yeah, I mean, you can that's see benefits everywhere. Scotty Lewis's stats and the way he plays is much better this year. Yeah, him and Trey, him and Trey, um, man, at Florida. Yeah, mm-hmm. both of them at Florida, I thought, looked way better this year. They look much, much better. Jer- Jeremiah Robinson Earl came back. He's up it for is. first team All-American yeah. now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think coming back is always a benefit. And it, like, I mean, most of the time, sometimes it doesn't work out, but I think for the most part, I mean, it's just good to do. And kids, the Kisper after the game, he got interviewed, and person asked him if he was happy he came back, and he was just – he said, like, yeah, I'm like, I think about that every day of mm-hmm. how happy I am that I came back. And you look at his stock, he's first round top 15 now and a lot yeah, of drafts. Stock, and I was, was like, he was probably, yeah, last year, last round, year you look at him, like maybe second round. Yeah. 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 And so that's a huge increase. Mm-hmm. And so I think obviously coming back, if you're unsure. Yeah. Although on the other thing. side, though, was like with Kentucky, obviously, like, Kyle Parry is known and produces NBA players. Like, so right. You just got to trust. Trust him, what he does. But... Yeah, I think that team was lacking confidence more than anything. Yeah, when you're just not hitting shots and they like, keep not hitting and you keep losing, it's tough to get out of that. So I yeah. think this win will be good for him, and that's why, like I said, it's it's the most important win. Not it's one of the better. It's not best win, but I yeah. kind of switched. I know what you mean, though. Like, which you, was most like important. They should, like if you, if they go, if they, they should go be on, better like, because five game win streak, you won't be surprised. Like a, like this is the start yeah. of it. Like at the start of like, hopefully, or really... we could just all be overreacting. But I, I mean, they won think, one game. But... Yeah, but I honestly think you got Vanderbilt next. They sh- they uh, should. I think that's going to be a win, win for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Then you got Florida, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, LSU. I mean, SEC's weak, but they're not playing those elite teams that we were talking about for a while. I mean, Florida's a good team. Yeah, Florida's solid. Mm-hmm. Borderline top 25. Alabama, they looked – actually, Alabama looked really good, and that should be up there for a best win. Oh, over Tennessee. Yeah, also, Alabama, their five-out offense looks pretty hard to stop, and their defense was better than I thought. Give them credit for stopping Tennessee because Tennessee, uh, everyone's saying their offense looks terrible, but also like they Alabama played good defense on them. Yeah, and then Auburn. Yeah, I think I think Kentucky has ability to get some wins here in the future. Yeah, how long is Terrence Clark out? Terrence Clark, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't didn't seem to hurt him at all. Yeah, no. Honest, I mean, yeah. They played uh, Lance Ware. Number yeah, he played good. He was only averaging 1.9 points and four rebounds going into that game, and he played like 35, 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got boards too. And had 12 boards. I feel like they should yeah. play through yeah. uh, Sar as well. Yeah. Sar? Yes. I don't know. Sar just – You look at what he, he looks did. really good. For us and like, I don't know. Yeah. This could also like be a case that they just finally had their shots going. I mean, Sar two for two from three, and I mean they play. Honestly, I I wasn't able to watch the game, but for you guys, like, how did just Kentucky look playing? I watched so look just better because I've watched almost all their other games, so I wasn't able to see this one. I watched one, the last couple minutes of regulation and OT, yeah, so not a ton. Because I checked but, the score uh, and realized they were. Uh, they were playing. I don't know. They were, they were really excited. They started hitting shots. Allen was banking in straight on threes from twenty eight feet. I don't know. At, Sar was making good yeah. plays, and they're, I don't know. Ask Ask you had a were, couple of nice plays. Like it wasn't yeah. just BJ Boston dribble dribble shot miss get back on defense. Yeah. It was getting the Boston yeah. still shot four for three. It was getting the ball just to the. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Moving it around, yeah. right? Yeah. Just yeah. getting him the ball. Uh, it's a hot hand. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you. Mintz. Even Mintz, Mintz didn't have a great game, but I don't know. I still know. think I he's so still... important for him. I think this is the best player that's so far this gonna... year. Yeah. I think so. I think Sar. what he brings for like him is Sar. pretty important. Right. Yeah, I mean, Sar. yeah. You think about Sar, though. He missed another. He's missed like three shots from that same yeah. spot on the Yeah, court. they were talking about that. To end it. This one was just flipped on the other mm-hmm. side. That same shot three times he's missed. And it, was in, it was in you know, the, against Mississippi Yeah, State. they've been close yeah. every time. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, yeah, I hope I, I hope Kentucky does well. I mean, it's everyone can hate on Kentucky for getting all these recruits, but I think it's it's weird seeing college basketball having all of these blue buds do so so bad. I mean, North, yeah. UNC, well, North Carolina got a year team. Like they barely came out versus Notre Dame. Four. Yeah, it's, it's not healthy college basketball as a like whole. Two weeks. No, I think it's more exciting. But like when you don't have these high caliber teams doing good, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely hurts college basketball a little bit in the long run. Yeah, but I mean, it should be it, this. This should be a very exciting. I was going to say at the same time, think, it should be exciting for all these. I wouldn't say new teams, but like Texas top ten, Rucker, all the Big yeah. Ten yeah. schools that are ranked now. Like it's just, it's it's just cold nice cold. everyone but Mish State and Nebraska <laughs> looks great. Mish State's struggling right now. I think they 
knowing Izzo and the talent they have on that team, they'll turn it around. But right now, they don't look the best. You, you can even they tried some new. St- yeah, <laughs> uh, they tried some new stuff this last game, and I don't know. It worked some at times. Like they started Hogard at point guard, and they played Sissoko more. Hogard a good amount. Played probably twenty, twenty some. But uh, Bingham didn't play like at oh. all. Was he hurt? Or just like didn't just because he. No, he just like didn't play because he has his body. Good for us. Aaron Henry, when Aaron Henry plays really good, Aaron Henry is good. I like him. Twenty-seven points. Kithier is okay. Hogard played twenty-four minutes, four points, five assists, five assists, one turnover. He can actually be a point guard for you. Three and two blocks. He brings you a little bit of defense too. Yeah. Um, Rocket Watts is going to have to be better for us. Nine points, fifteen minutes off the bench, but. I don't know. He'll gain some confidence. I thought Watts could. I like Malik. I like Malik. I thought Watts could be a good starter, but I now that I realize it, I think he could be a really good uh, scorer off the bench for them. Yeah, it's yeah. I I think Watts is best off the bench. I think he's. There's nothing wrong with being a good six man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Watts is just. I think he's better as a six man. Mm -hmm. Um, I. Only change I would like to see Mish Day make. I, I like Malik Hall. I think he offers a lot. And I would rather have him starting than Kithier, to be honest. Kithier is the glue guy. He gets tons of boards. Yeah, but so is Malik Hall. Oh, boards. Malik Hall oh, boards, right. He has yeah, Malik Hall's... boards. I like Malik Hall, man. He's athletic, works hard. I think he's a good player. Yeah, that, him and Kithier are pretty – I don't know, they do similar stuff. Malik just doesn't hasn't developed anything on offense, and neither has Kithier really. So some one of them's got to do something. That's a story for Mishtape this year, though. You guys just there's I don't think Henry. I wouldn't rely on every game though to drop what he did versus Nebraska. Nope. Yeah, and so I think you guys just struggle with a consistent score. Yep. Because Cash and Tillman scored most of our points the, last year. The thirty-year-old Langford can't. <laughs> he can't rely yeah, on him. Yeah. He had 15 last game, dude. He's yeah. good. It's just not what he used to be. But no. it doesn't matter. They'll bounce back. We'll I see think. what they can do. Game of the day on Tuesday against Rutgers. Yeah, it'll be a big game. Be a big game, big game. We'll see. <laughs> big game, man. I'm picking Rutgers, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Ooh. I might so, pick Rutgers. Let's be so honest. For the next podcast, dog. For real. If that even um, is game of the day. It might not be, honestly. Rutgers is going to be pretty big favorites. Yeah, and Mitch State's not even going to be ranked after this week. No, they will not. We'll oh, see. The rankings should really be interesting. Tomorrow. Yeah. 10, 10 top 25 teams losing? Yeah, tomorrow's That's rankings tomorrow. should be very interesting. Definitely. Clemson's going to climb right. their way into the rankings, for sure, I think. Clemson's underrated. Amir Sims, Sims is, is good. good. He's going to be play- yeah. He has a chance to be player of the conference, ACC. Yeah, for really. sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, he's good. I was confused when uh, the ACC had Garrison Brooks as preseason player of the year, and then he's he's and then against Notre Dame, he came off the bench and they started they started the freshman. Really? Yeah, Notre Dame. God, you want to talk about that? Notre Dame really switched up their lineup. Yeah, and you want to see um, Duran Sharp? Oh wait, I meant I meant Notre Dame. Oh, North yeah, Duran uh, Sharp at twenty five freshman. Started. He's good. I like yeah. him. I think he's better than Kessler by a lot. 
Huh. Yeah. And you guys got four good post players, and it's just a matter of how do you give them all minutes and work uh, them all together. And then you got two inexperienced guards, which is uh, UNC is lacking. Uh, one of those guards needs to just stay. I hope they don't leave. They need yeah, RK some veteran presence on sure. team. I think. I don't know about Kale. Yeah, I think RJ Davis could be similar to Joel Berry if he stayed yeah. four years. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think they just. I think that's what they need most. Caleb Love. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. I feel like inexperienced like guard play is like the reason that the blue the blue bloods aren't playing as good right now. Like yeah. North Carolina, Kentucky, and Duke all have inexperienced guards, and well, all Duke has gold player, but he's just not he's, that good. He's, he's a bench dude. player. He's, he's a bench player. player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a solid. Def- he's a good defender, but like relying on him is a little bit much of a stretch. Yeah. And then, yeah, you got your freshman. I agree with that. Yeah, you just – I think it's so important now, especially with the – to have experienced guards. Yeah. And, I mean, yep. it's tough to find a guard that comes in as a freshman and can actually run your offense, stay calm, and take good shots and not get flustered by the – all the I mean, there's only stuff. I mean, Cade Cunningham's going down. His stats aren't even looking as good as they were at the beginning of the year now. Now he's playing harder yeah. competition. Yeah. The only freshman I could think of that's done that is uh, Suggs this year. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think Cade's done a good job too. Yeah, I, I don't want those I don't two, and that's why state. that's why they're top. I mean, Suggs has help though with Nemhard too, who's experienced and good. Oh yeah, Nemhard's one of them. He has help with his whole entire team. You have to remember, Suggs. Here's why I think kids five stars should start switching their approaches to rather than just going, "Oh, I'm gonna get," like I'm gonna go to this team because it's blue blood, but like. You look at Suggs, he's able to get, like, move his ranking up so much because he has the talent around him to actually showcase his skills. He's not having to do everything. Yeah. He's not, I mean, he you think have about it. Up, he he passes to Kisper and he knows they're going to Yeah, make he it. doesn't have to put like, up 15 shots a game. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have teams all focused on him. So mm-hmm. he's, he's balling out because there's so many other weapons on yeah. the team. That's a good point. And so it makes, yeah, it makes him look good. I mean, also. I mean, sometimes you don't have to be doing everything to look good. And I mean, that Gonzaga team, that's part of the reason why I think he's excelled is because of that. He's able to come in yeah. and he doesn't have to do everything. And he's got all these great players around him to make him look even better. Yeah, this is, Gonz- then, yeah. This is Gonzaga's yeah. best chance since the uh, tourney loss to UNC that one year. I agree. Yeah, no, for sure. I think. You had this as a question earlier, and I, I hate talking about it because I feel – I hate when Duke did this when they had Zion and stuff. But like, I think this team actually does have a chance of going undefeated just for regular season. I think there's a really good chance. Mm-hmm. Um, BYU is the only team – I look at – I'm pretty knowledgeable about West Coast Conference, and I think BYU is the only team that will give us somewhat of a fit. I think we'll run St. Mary's this year. They struggle with athletic teams. Mm-hmm. Um St. Mary's is not a bad team, but they just struggle with athletic teams. That's their weakness. Some teams you can play better than others. And then BYU, they just have – their offense isn't clicking, but it works still. And their defense is pretty good with Matt Harms back there. So it'll be interesting. See Harms. At, at BYU, I think there's one game yeah. that oh, Gonzaga that could possibly lose. Game two. There's no one. There's no I think that's the only game. At BYU, yeah, that one is the one to watch, I think, if you're going to see Gonzaga lose. Does BYU, does and BYU then, have fans of the game? Or no? Nope. 
the New well, Orleans fans. Probably not, not yet. On inside. They had BYU fans at their football games, but yeah, not inside. I don't think. Um, uh, yeah, I doubt it. I and even still, it. it's not what it would be. No, I mean they're not going to be making noise and stuff because they um, got mass on there, spread out, and they got like fifteen percent, ten percent capacity. Yeah, exactly. So it's not athletes. Yeah, so it's not like last year. If I don't know if you guys watched the game last year, that was yeah, wild. I did. They their fans yeah, were crazy last year. Packed house when they beat us. That was yeah. So I think that's the only game. And then going into tourney, it's all depending on what their matchups are. Yeah, I think, but they have a good chance. I think for sure to go all the way. And if they do, I mean, I'm like, I'm gonna be excited. I'll probably send a text, uh, talking some shit to you guys, but we'll you see. will, yeah. <laughs> well, Suggs! Exclamation point. We get that one usually. Nemhart hit some threes last game. That's nice. Nemhart's good, dude. Nemhart is really yeah, good. No, we know. It's not so fair. Good. It's not fair. If Mishti had Nemhart, they'd be way oh, better. Oh, we'd be good, bro. Uh, whatever. Don't matter. Um, They'll pick it up. I can't wait to be watching mm-hmm. the game. And Balo has a and one in the second half. <laughs> Trust the bio. Trust the bio. It's seventeen versus sixty. That was hype. Not a pretty seventeen. Big time. Nope. A lot of and ones. He had like three and ones. Future lottery. Future, future top five pick. You know what though? He's on a similar arc sure. to Rui. Maybe not the same, but like I think the path. Rui's so much in the faster end. And in, yeah. I said not not similar in play. Oh, okay. They're okay. pointing stuff. But in the end, I think Bio will still be like a good Gonzaga player. How old is he? Like he's very he, raw 16? right now. <laughs> he's seven. Yeah. No, no, no. He's sixteen. <laughs> he's sixteen when he came on campus and he turned seventeen. I think soon after. So I think he's like seventeen or eighteen now. Wow. And this is his second year in college. So, yeah, he's young. Huh. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. No, we we're built for the future too. Love it, Chet. Just oh, yeah. got a crystal ball to Gonzaga and Hunter Solis. Wow. With Ma- what we could bring back next year. Ballo, freaking front court. Oh my God. Holy cow. I was not starting next year. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it's Chet Anton. That's good defense. I don't know how teams are going to score on this. Is Timmy, is Timmy going to leave? No, no. Watson may not look pretty, but if you watch him, he disrupts people's offense so much. He's good. Timmy, Timmy has a chance to leave. And if Timmy doesn't leave, Timmy, check. No, check Timmy, and stretch the floor Timmy for us. Shouldn't leave, he should. I don't think he should. I mean, it's just a matter of he's he has developed a three point shot, and you said it. Kind of. He doesn't need to show it. It's kind of like, no. It's kind of like Brandon Clark. Like, oh my um, God, Clark. I, can't shoot at all. I read something. I read something, and so he Brandon Clark. Everyone's like, "Why didn't he shoot like this in college?" And he just said, "Like, I didn't need to in college because we had. He didn't need to at all. And I think it's kind of similar to Timmy. I think Timmy, if he went to NBA, you'd see him shooting better." But we just don't need him to at Gonzaga. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Good wrap for the second episode. Yeah, sounds good. Um, All right. Finley, you know, take us out. Yeah, thanks again. Uh, you can find our podcast, Consider Us to Be Geniuses, on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, a bunch of different, pretty much any big platform, so... Um, yeah, we're a big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll try to have um, Calipari next week, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll look into that. We'll try to maybe, find him. Maybe we Mark reached few. out to Kentucky. We got no response. Maybe Mark few. He hasn't reached back yet. Oh. Reach out yet. 
Yeah, Sam's rumored to have connections yeah. with all, all sorts of people at Gonzaga. So we'll try to get somebody on. We're working on it. <laughs> I could maybe I could maybe be a team manager <laughs> or walk on. That'd be, that'd be sweet. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thanks again for listening. I'm Finley Dunn. I'm Jack Adam. I'm Sam Blunt. Thank you.